Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Midnight Double Feature. I'm your host, Colin Duncan. I'm going to be doing a bit of a solo episode by myself today, uh, just covering some news and some topics and things that might have happened since the last time that we talked. Uh, I know just a, just a little while ago we put out the Zodiac episode under our feature presentations. Um, hope you guys are enjoying that. I know it's a bit of a bit of a big uh, podcast, but I mean it is. It's definitely a long movie as well. Um, <clears throat> and I know we were really excited to cover that, uh, and you know we hope you guys. Are enjoying it you know feel free to rate and review us on itunes you know let us know how we're doing shoot us an email at midnight double feature at gmail.com you know just let us know how we're doing we hope you guys are enjoying the smaller episodes as well as the bigger episodes uh, also a big shout out to matt vela for coming on uh last week with uh, zohab and you know covering every, everything marvel and everything you know all, the, all this news and stuff coming up um big shout out to him for coming on he's uh he, he sounds like a stand-up guy uh he's he's, he's really nice uh, and i'm looking forward to watching his uh his his movie bleeding backs uh, i'm not sure how to watch it yet or you know how, how to get that over here in america but i will figure it out and i'll be watching that movie um <clears throat> but yeah with that said let's jump into some news First things first, I just heard about this right before I jumped on the mic, and uh, it couldn't have been better timing. I mean, I got my coffee ready, I got my water, you know, I get my headphones, and I just checked my phone, and boom, right there, Carrie Yules and Jake Busey join the cast of Stranger Things 3. Uh, that's huge news. You know, if you listen to this uh, podcast or you know me in person, you, everybody knows I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Um, and <clears throat> really exciting to see uh, Kira Yules and, J- and Jake Busey added on. Uh, apparently, Kira Yules is going to be playing the mayor of Hawkins, named Mayor Klein. Uh, he's described as handsome, slick, and sleazy. So this is definitely probably looking at a villain character here. I, you know, I doubt this guy's going to pull a red herring, you know, and become like a, a the dad Steve <laughs> and, and do this uh, kind of thing. But um, yeah, and Jake Busey is going to be Bruce, who's a reporter for the Hawkins Post, uh, since, uh, described as having kind of a sick sense of humor and uh, maybe kind of morally uh, morally conflicting at times. So that, that's definitely exciting. You know, last season they had uh, Sean Astin on. That's a big 80s alumni. And now we've got Kira Yule's on, you know, from Princess Bride and so many other movies. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wonder if this is going to be – a recurring trend with uh, bringing on, you know, big, a show that's obviously set in the 80s and takes so much from the 80s, bringing on talent from that era. Uh, that would be really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, uh, I, and I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm not sure of the release date of Stranger uh, Stranger uh, Stranger Things 3 yet. I should know that, you know, considering I'm such a big fan, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, moving on. Steven Spielberg is the first director to earn $10 billion globally. Um, that's a huge accomplishment. Obviously, no surprise if I had to pick a, a director who would have done that. Obviously, Steven Spielberg. I mean, E.T., Close Encounters of a Third Kind, you know, uh, uh, so many other movies. I mean, just so, just, uh, it's insane. Um, but yeah, and the 71 year old director shows no signs of stopping. He's got West Side Story coming out, he's directing Indiana Jones 5. Um, you know, and as with especially with Ready Player One just coming out, you know, this guy looks as if he's he's not he's not slowing down even even getting up into age, um, and th- that's fantastic. I know Zoheb's a real big 
uh, Steven Spielberg fan. I mean, you can't say the guy makes bad movies, even if you just don't like his movies. You know, it's it's it, you can't say they're bad movies. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm super uh, super excited to to see what he's going to be doing next and what he's going to be coming out with. Um, I know recently we just covered uh, first really big feature presentation was Jurassic Park, so it was nice. Uh, I haven't seen a Spielberg movie in years. You know, I just kind of get burnt out on people sometimes, and I just got burnt out on it. And, uh, and you know, so going back and rewatching it definitely makes me want to go back and check his other films out as well. Um, so kudos to him. You know, obviously he he deserves it. So many movies this guy's directed that we've watched, um, and yeah, that's that's just that's fantastic. It goes for the whole fucking network. Goes all around you. You just want me to nail some low-level mullah crackadullah so you can check that box on your resume that says while you were in Pakistan you got a real terrorist but the truth is you don't understand Pakistan and you don't know Al-Qaeda either give me the team I need to follow this lead or the other thing you're gonna have on your resume is being the first station chief to be called before a congressional committee for subverting the efforts to capture or kill bin Laden. Uh, also we've got some news coming up some casting news with uh, it chapter 2 um, apparently Jessica Chastain has been confirmed to play Beverly Marsh, the adult Beverly Marsh. Uh, this is obviously a big development. A lot of people were lobbying for her to, uh, for her to play the character. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, obviously it's a great pick, but I, I personally wish they had chosen Amy Adams. I think Amy Adams looks quite a bit more like her. Uh, I think there's even a film. I, I should have checked this out, but I didn't. I, th I believe there's actually a film where the actress from the first one, Sophia Lillis, they actually are in a movie together where they play the older and younger versions of each other already. So I thought, yeah, great. She's a fantastic pick. But... Um, you know, this is Hollywood, though. Who knows if this is even going to stick? You know, so many people have been cast and then just dropped. So a lot of people have been lobbying, though. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it, uh, if it stuck. And also with, um, uh, with the director, you know, he, she was also in Mama, which was directed by the same director, uh, Andy Muschietti. Um, just, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see her stick around for that casting, seeing as how they've already worked together. Um, and also James McAvoy and Bill Hader are in talks for Bill Dimborough and Richie Tozier. Um, this is, I, th I think this is really good casting. I love James McAvoy. He was great in the, uh, the X-Men franchise. I haven't really seen him, uh, in anything beyond that. I've heard, I've heard he was really good in Atomic Blonde. Um, but yeah, I think James McAvoy's a really good choice. I think Bill Hader's a really good choice. Uh, he's really funny. He w I think he would fit the description really well. Um, you know, it's obviously got that sharp tongue kind of that Richie Tozier has uh, from, from Stephen King's It. Uh, but a, a lot of people have actually thrown out uh, Seth Green coming back. And you know, as, as a lot of you probably know, uh, Seth Green was the younger version of Richie, uh, Richie Tozier in the 1990, uh, uh, 1990 uh, uh, Stephen King's It that was made for television. But a lot of people have been wanting to see Seth Green come back and play the older version of Richie Tozier. You know, he's obviously had a success, successful career. Uh, he would be around the same age. I think he's about 40, 45, maybe. I think I think he's 44. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, obviously the guy's had a great career. You know, uh, might might be a little difficult to pull off physically considering how, you know, the younger one's not redheaded. Uh, but I would love to see that. I'm a big fan of Robot Chicken and Seth Green in general. Uh, you know, Chris Griffin from Family Guy. So I, I would definitely be excited to see him do that. Um, but yeah, give us your thoughts. Who do you want to see play these characters um, coming up as the adult versions of uh, of the kids from Stephen King's Ed? We'd really like to hear your thoughts and opinions. You know, you can always go to our Facebook page or just shoot us an email. 
Speaking of Stephen King's It, unfortunately, uh, actor Harry Anderson has passed away at the age of 65. Uh, he was the main star of uh, the TV show Night Court, which ran for several, several seasons. Uh, and he was also the older version of Richie Tozier in the 1990 miniseries of Stephen King's Ed. Uh, he was, for, I just read a little bit about him last night. He was originally a magician by trade. And wound up just kind of like falling into acting, really. Uh, made some appearances on Cheers and then got his own television show. Um, but yeah, apparently he just passed away from natural causes. He was 65. Uh, you know, foul play's been ruled out and everything. So uh, really sucks to hear that, especially uh, especially with all the it stuff going on right now. You know, just everything picking back up again. Um, but yeah, just really, uh, really sucks to hear that, uh, especially with Milo's foreman as well. So yeah, we wish their families the best and, uh, we hope that everything, uh, everything turns out, turns out all right. Uh, speaking of Stephen King's, there's actually a great documentary that is going to be coming out. It's called Pennywise, the story of it. Uh, this is about the making of the 1990 miniseries. Uh, I found these guys on, I think it was Indiegogo, uh, and, you know, c- contributed to their campaign. They went, way 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 over their campaign which was great fantastic um but this is not these guys first rodeo uh they've done uh robodoc which is actually a documentary about robocop uh you're so cool brewster which is about the making of uh the 1980 i think it's 85 1985 horror film fright night i'm a huge fright night fan uh grew up watching that fantastic movie really really good and um, they've also done another documentary called Unearthed and Untold: The Path to Pet Cemetery. Um, that these are also these are all really really great documentaries. I've I've, I've watched all of them except RoboDoc. Uh, obviously, the story of it is not out yet. Uh, there's I think they're in post production right now. Um, but that's uh, that's directed by Chris Griffiths, and the writers are John Campapiano and Gary Smart. Uh, so, yeah, really looking forward. These guys always put out good stuff. I've seen a few of their documentaries before, and, uh, and yeah, I, especially talking about one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not saying it's one of the best. It, you know, the miniseries is not that good, but, uh, you know, it holds so many nostalgic feelings for me. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, these guys go all in. I mean, they talked to everybody that had everything to do, um, with the production behind those movies, they go all out. So I'm definitely really excited to see that. A Speaking on uh, documentaries, actually, uh, this is uh, a documentary coming out about UK trance music trio Above and Beyond. Uh, this is about their Acoustic World Tour. Uh, I know Zoheb is a big fan of these guys. He kind of turned me on to them just recently here in the last couple of days. I've been listening to them, uh, and they're really great. Uh, I, I haven't really got to listen to much of their acoustic stuff yet, and Zoheb really, really recommends it. Uh, so I'll probably listen to that whenever I get off here. 
Um, but yeah, I watched the trailer for this thing. It looks fantastic. Uh, it looks really cool. I'm a big fan of any kind of documentaries, especially about music. Uh, I love any kind of biopics, you know, when they're centered around musicians, anything like that. It's really, really interesting to me. Um, but it's directed by Paul Dugdale. You can buy it on iTunes, um, but it's also going to be in some select theaters, I believe in the UK and in India. So any of our, any of our English listeners, you know, Mr. Craig Dealey, anybody out there who, who wants to go see this thing, uh, I doubt it's going to be coming to my backyard <laughs> but but yeah um they they're definitely they put on fantastic acoustic shows i, I watched one video of them doing it uh it was just, it was fantastic these guys are especially seeing take taking this kind of um yeah, taking a totally different style of music and turning it into an acoustic show it was really badass it was really awesome to watch um and uh and yeah i i highly suggest you guys check it out um but yeah it's it's uh it's band is called above and beyond and uh it'll be in select some select theaters uh, i think it's might be on netflix and will be available on itunes Oh, and we've got some video game news coming up. Uh, we've got God of War releases on April 20th. Um, so, yeah, this is a huge deal. Obviously, uh, it's I believe God of War is already the one of the highest rated games of 2018, if not the highest rated game of 2018. Um, I'm not even a PlayStation guy, and I've played God of War before. Just at friends' houses, you know, just sitting there for hours. Uh, really, really addictive game. Uh, I know this is going to be quite a change up from what has happened before in uh, God of War. Uh, I know that they're ditching the, uh, the, the typical blades that, that he has, which is actually kind of nuts. Um, that you're, you know, the, just those chains, I, you know, that's like his signature weapon, but apparently they're going to be replacing those for some kind of battle axe or something. Um, but, but the, yeah, the, the gameplay looks incredible. Um, I, if I were a PlayStation man, I would be getting this game, but I'm not. Um, but, uh, but yeah, again, that comes out on April 20th and, uh, and yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. Yeah. Going, uh, going another direction, we've got some infinity war news. This is really actually kind of interesting. I just read about this today. Um, but apparently there are some promo posters for infinity ward, uh, infinity ward that have, uh, been spotted in Australia. Um, I'm around Melbourne, I think, and they've got this yellow kind of trim to the outside of them. And I believe it says, do you, do you dare remove Thanos? And people have been removing the tape and finding free tickets inside to see Infinity War. Um, this, that's nuts. That's one hell of a press, uh, of, 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 uh, of some, of, of press to get for your movie. That's, you know, just giving out free tickets and hidden inside of these things. Um, apparently it's on the 22 inch Infinity War, um, promo posters they've got just yellow yellow tape kind of around the border of them um this and this has apparently only popped up in australia but uh, uh the s sources are saying you know make sure you're looking in uh mainly large uh cities los angeles new york um you know chicago places like that so uh yeah anybody here if you guys see any of them like that uh keep your eye out you know uh might might get some free tickets from infinity ward side and i, I wonder actually if zoheb even knows about this because now he's going to be hunting and looking around everywhere for him so um so yeah i hope uh i hope he doesn't know about this yet and he finds out and he sees them somewhere that would be awesome Speaking of Australia, actually, uh, George Miller is suing Warner Brothers for $7 million. 
Um, this is why there hasn't really been any sequels to Fury Road yet, which was a great movie. Uh, it's, you know, most movies that you know that started twenty or thirty years ago don't end up being rebooted very well. You know, and and, and Fury Road just kind of crushed that curse of of, of rebooting any kind of movie. You know, maybe it's because they got the same director. Um, but either way, yeah, George Miller is suing Warner Brothers for seven million dollars. Apparently, he's saying. Uh, that they came in $7 million under budget, and therefore he's owed the $7 million apparently stipulated in his contract, came in under budget. Um, of course, Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers is disputing uh, these figures. Yeah, they're saying that there were seven million, uh, uh, over $7 million worth of reshoots that happened um, uh, later after the movie had apparently wrapped up. Um, so not really sure, you know, they're t- apparently taking it to, uh, Australia Supreme Court. Uh, they were trying to get it tried in California, but, uh, but, uh, apparently that was shot down and they're going to have to do it in, uh, in, uh, Australia. So, yeah, um, this, these, this is really the reasons why we don't have, uh, any sequels to Fury Road yet, uh, or Mad Max 5 or Mad Max 6, uh, which is unfortunate because apparently the scripts are ready to go, and, um, you know, they're just gonna have to sit there on the sidelines collecting dust until they get this, until they get this thing sorted out, I and mean, what do you guys think? Would you guys just say, fuck the seven million, and, and go ahead and get these two other movies underway, or would you Would you guys wait? Would you guys want that seven million dollars? It's kind of interesting to see. I want to know what people think about this. Uh, you know, obviously, if he's, if it's stipulated in his contract, yeah, he's He's owed it, but you know, is it worth tying up doing that? You know, for another two movies. Yeah, uh, you know, that's that that's gonna you know those movies are gonna do huge. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot, and the iron is only getting colder. You know, by the day. So I hope they, I hope they figure something out because Fury Road was great. Uh, George Miller's a great director. I really, really would have liked to have seen his Justice League. Uh, I think it was Justice League Immortal. I've seen some concept art from that recently. Um, you know, just just to see his take on it. You know, it could have been terrible. Who knows? But, but I still, I still would have liked to have seen it. And then our uh, last bit of news, uh, we're getting our first look at the villain from uh, Solo, Star Wars Story. We're, uh, we're looking at uh, Paul Bettany, who's going to be playing Dryden Boss. Uh, I'm a huge Paul Bettany fan. I think he's great. I think he's really underrated. Um, he's been in a lot of my favorite movies. Uh, he's been in a lot of things that, uh, you know, a lot of smaller stuff that just kind of flew under the radar. You know, I think Legion's really good. Um, you know, a lot of people give that shit, even though it's got Dennis Quaid in it. But whatever. You know, it's, it's still... It's still a really good movie, you know, Priest, A Knight's Tale, uh, you know, and obviously playing Jarvis and um, uh, Vision in the Cinematic Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but yeah, and it, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that this guy has, has hung around uh, because I've actually read an interview where his own agent or manager, I'm not sure, told him to pretty much just pack it in, that his career was over. And that's when Josh, Joss Whedon called him and said, hey, I want you to be in, <laughs> I want you to be in the Avengers. Uh, so he promptly fired whoever, you know, whoever had told him that, which is great. Um, but I, I, I love this guy as an actor. He looks really good. You can check it out on uh, Empire Magazine online or obviously in the store or wherever. Um, but yeah, he looks great. Uh, looks really, really fantastic. That's going to be directed by Ron Howard. I think coming out in May, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see it, especially Ron Howard behind the camera, Paul Bettany, um, you know, Paul Bettany as the villain, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more excited to see this now than I was. Um, but yeah, give us your thoughts, check him out, uh, see, see what he looks like. And, uh, and yeah, we look forward to hearing, uh, hearing from you guys later. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, but yeah, feel free to rate and review us on iTunes. Check us out at, 
on Facebook at Midnight Double Feature. Email us at Feature at gmail.com. Uh, and as always, you know, just uh, if you want to stop by, say hey. Um, you know, we're, we're always down. I hope you guys have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye.